Thanks again to Jamie for letting us use that Mick McCarthy house music mix. We are the premium FPL podcast at premium underscore FPL on Twitter. For those on not already in followers, please do for injury updates, talking points and Callum copying Mindy's team. Uh, not as he's fit that in there. Uh, so I'm Callum, one half of the podcast and I'm joined as always by Mindy. How's it going then? Yeah, I'm good. I'm looking forward to this double game week planning actually. Because um, usually every week I bring all the sort of the stats and the insight and come up with a good strategy. And then at the end of the podcast, you just go, yeah, I'm copying that actually. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to do Bollocks. that this week, I think. Bollocks. <laughs> I thought after the calamity made of the doubles last week, you might have done a bit of research. Oh, well, we'll we'll come on to it, but some hasty transfers I made at the weekend on Saturday, uh, they've, they've made planning effectively for what's coming really difficult. <laughs> I've made it harder than it was already for me last week. So, um, it wasn't a few drunken Saturday morning transfers, was it? Well, no, I wasn't drunk, but I was just like in a rush to get to this wedding on time. And I had like 15 minutes sat in an Uber to make, make moves. And I, I had two free transfers and like didn't want to just like burn one. I ended up making two when really I should have just, should have just made one and like saved two. So I had, I, free transfers to- it's not like you normally spend a couple of hours in a dark room friday night don't you <laughs> yeah um i am i mean i usually in some form of dark room on a friday night but yeah with covid it is actually just my bedroom um <laughs> uh should we um there's gonna be a lot to um to get through should we like crack into the housekeeping and just go get on with it save our yeah, go on save our boring bants and chit chat for uh, for when there's less going on. Right. Um, so yeah, if you've not heard, there's um, a double, big double game week that's been announced. And before that, there's a, in game week 18, there's a blank game week. Well, there's a game week where lots of teams don't have a fixture. So there's only a few teams playing. So usually this sort of t- tends to happen towards the end of the season, but it's come earlier this season. And the usual ways that we manage that sort of thing with um, the free hit chip and the wild cards and bench boosts and whatever, it's all a bit up in the air uh, because it's come earlier in the season and it's harder to plan around. So we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that, I think. Um, we'll talk about how we did last week, uh, points and all that at the start. And then I think most of the pod will be looking at that strategy for the blank and the double and then... There's been some injuries to Chelsea defenders. So we'll, we'll look at that. Uh, and yeah. then the, the usual segments. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> and then the usual segments of, uh, you know, the premium players and what we're doing with our moves for next week. Uh, yeah, I think that's 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 mainly it this week, unless I've forgotten something. No, you've summed that up beautifully. Uh, do you want so to you- touch on your, or are you going to start on your team or? Uh, well, yeah, I'll just uh, quickly timestamp us. So we're recording Wednesday night after um, after the uh, United EFL, United Everton EFL Cup game. There wasn't any injuries in that, was there? No, not as well. Uh, so, yeah. Um, the Reds go marching on. And what else? Yeah, f- we're on YouTube again. Follow us, subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a, leave us a like or whatever. Or whatever you do on YouTube, it's likes on YouTube, isn't it? Like, subscribe and, subscribe and like, yeah. like, like, and subscribe on YouTube. And then, um, if you're still feeling generous, it's Christmas, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, yeah, so l- last week I got 80 points, which oh, hang on, who got you got more points than me last week, didn't you? So, it, traditionally, you should go first. I'll let you go first. Is that how we've done it? I didn't even know that was the thing till now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, I mean, we've got to stick. To, right. We've got to stick to tradition. Now we've set one. I didn't even know that's tradition. But uh, 
Yeah, so I got 86, uh, but I took a four-point hit, so that was 82. Um, my transfers last week actually were planned for a long time, brought Kane and Son back uh, for, in the end, it was KDB. Seems like a long time ago, that now. Uh, KDB and Watkins, so Watkins was always the plan. Uh, but then I think I think you taught me out of taking KDB out last week, and then you didn't even end up doing it yourself. So... <laughs> So I've actually attempted, I've attempted to copy you and it's not, not paid out this time. No, I was just, just from what you were saying last week around the, like the captaincy and also the double game week looming in 19 that City don't play. That's what swayed me moved to Kane and Son. Uh, it didn't pay off at the weekend, but they looked to get good again this evening against Stoke. Uh, I know it's only Stoke, but obviously they got Fulham, Sheffield United, and Leeds all come in soon in the next five. So fingers crossed it'll pay off. Yeah. So um, it's interesting that that's sort of swayed your decision. Um, I kind of wish I did take out KDB. So yeah, I took out, I got 80 points, uh, just used two free transfers, no hit. But uh, I took out Chilwell for uh, Sufal, Kufal, the West Ham defender. And that was with the double game week in mind has come in because West Ham have two good uh, fixtures in the double and and then that downgrade meant I could do Grealish to Son and I kind of just got greedy like wanting to have as many premiums so that, that meant that I had I've now got Kane, Son, Fernandez, Salah and De Bruyne which sounds good on paper but now it's left me with um not great options for the blank game week and not much funds in the bank for like what I need to do to get ready. So I kind of wish looking back that I used one free transfer and just did De Bruyne to Son. But then on the flip side, I'd have Chilwell in my team who I'd need to make a transfer for. So slightly. All right, thanks for rubbing it in, lad. <laughs> but um yeah, I'll talk about why those transfers have kind of uh, cock-blocked myself a little bit soon. Um, but yeah, 80 points. My rank now is just under 600k. Um, where, where are you now? So I'm 68,000, which, yeah, ticking along kind of nice. I think if you're getting 100k around this time of year, you're doing very well. Um the turn of the year kind of pick up pace do you think you can make that 100k over christmas in the, it seems it sounds like a big jump but there's not actually that many points is it in it is there yeah it's all very compressed and i think this time of the year where because it's confusing now with what's happening there's going to be a lot of opportunity for making ground if you've got a plan and if you're organized and you remember to make your transfers and that sort of thing um quick uh, i just want to mention um so Josh, who's in our league, he um, he didn't have Salah going into the week just gone. And w- w- when he saw that uh, Salah came off, the, after gloating to people that uh, Salah was on the bench, he then rage, had to rage transfer Salah in when he saw that he got two goals and an assist off the bench. And he, he, so he ended up doing a drunken minus four on Saturday night before the weekend even finished. And yeah. now he's... he's got- out. Sorry? Who he took out? He took out De Bruyne. Um, right. And he's, he's now got to sort out Chilwell as well. So, our thoughts and prayers are with him. Yeah, that's, um, don't, that's a, you know, a timely warning. Don't drink an FPL because, you know, Christmas and whatnot. A few eggnogs, minus fours might start coming. Um, so, yeah, don't be like Josh. Uh, important sort of public safety announcement there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Uh, so, um, yeah, you, you've kind of understood what's going on with this um, blank and double and whatnot. Uh, if anyone listened to what I said last week, just erase that from your mind because I um, messed up a couple of points on what was going on and. Um, I'm sure nobody yeah. listens to I'm it. sure I'd love to play a replay of the podcast last week right now, just to insert it there. You almost confused me because I thought 
you knew what was going on and then you started telling me something that wasn't going on and then I was questioning myself and then it all got a bit messy. Yeah, I mean, it is it is so confusing though, isn't it? There's so many permutations and like people, the people on Twitter who know what they're doing have got like these bloody charts and matrices and stuff and like, oh, it's like... So it's like trying to be an accountant and just trying to figure out just how, how to have a team for the next few weeks. Um, so yeah, um, that's where probably being organized comes into it and having a bit of willpower to actually uh, plan it out. So yeah, I'm going to have to sit down and figure it out at some point this week. Um, but yeah, so seeing as you've got a plan, um, do you want to... Yeah, discuss it. Do, do, do you want to just go over like what why the, what what when the blank is and why that means there's a double and all that sort of stuff first yeah just gonna get the notes up from what i've jotted down but yeah so if people have not seen already i think it, it's due to the fa cup rearrange like rearrangements of tv and stuff like that um so in 18 now there is only five matches one two yeah five matches and then those matches that aren't played in that week have been moved on to 19 so the teams who don't play once in 18 play twice in 19 it's quite in paper it's quite simple but then there is other factors uh we don't want to confuse the listeners too much but there's rumors around united winning tonight and they're running out of midweek fixtures because they're all league you, you don't confuse me either not just the listeners <laughs> i've got no idea what's going on <laughs> but i think it's because yeah with the Obviously, Carabao Cup reaching the semis uh, and also the Europa League. United are actually running out of Wednesdays and, well, midweeks quite quickly to play the game. So there's a, they're almost trying to... Sh- Rumours that they might have to shoehorn a game in. Um, it probably, well, it definitely won't come this weekend. But they're saying between 16 and 18. I think the latest you've seen is that it's most likely 18, which what you said. Well, that's um, what... That's which a- means... That's one of Ben Crelin's options. Like, to, right. I, I guess, yeah, just to mention to people, like, someone who does know what's going on is um, at Ben Crelin on, on Twitter. So, yeah, if you've got a Twitter account, follow him, and he's got ch- charts. And If you're a chart and spreadsheet person, you might be able to make a quick plan off what, off what he sort of updates. But, yeah, he's very on it with, like, fixture updates and how it all works in terms of how the Premier League will be thinking and all that. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Ben. Follow him. I'll let you crack on. Yeah, no, it's, um, so yeah, shout out to Ben. Uh, but in terms of my team, uh, so at the moment I have five players in that single game week. But the blank, two of them, 18. Yeah, the single, yeah. Blank single. Do you call it well blank? Yeah, I've heard it be called single game week and blank game week, but yeah, we'll go with blank. We'll go with you. Um, so I have five players at the moment, but two of them are from Aston Villa, who have quite a tough run after this weekend. Um, so I might be looking to get Martinez and Grealish out anyway, um, which would leave me with Diaz and the two Spurs boys, uh, Kane and Son. Uh, I actually think I've listen to a few podcasts this week and they're saying 18 might not be that great because the fixtures aren't that great. But then if City are playing Brighton, there, there is opportunity there to make quite a big ground. If City get a 4-5-0 and you've got three attackers or two attackers and defenders, there's, there's an opportunity to make quite a big ground there. And Kane and Son, obviously, uh, can even get or Calvert-Lewin, who I've already got, actually. Yeah, um, so th- this is kind of where it gets team dependent. So when you when you were explaining like why the podcasts are saying it's not a great game week to use the free hit, I think they're working off the assumption that teams have already got a couple of City players and a Spurs player and Dominic Calvert Lewin and um, who's the other main player uh, Grealish. So you know, so, so some teams if you've already got eight players in the blank in the you know in game week eighteen when there's blanks. And you've got the sort of the template big players. For you, it might not be a great game week to use the free hit, if that makes sense. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's this is where it's like there isn't a there isn't a one size fits all 
uh, strategy, you kind of have to look at what players you've got in your team currently that will be in 18 and how many are you happy to get out and then what do you want to do for having as many players that have doubles the week after? Uh, so yeah, that's where it gets confusing. Um, and the other thing is, is that just um, there'll, there'll be a time in the second half of the season, after, in the new year, when there's more, when there's there's going to be another week where there's going to be blanks. So you kind of have to think, you know, do you want to save that free hit for for then? rather than wasting it now, if you can sort of hobble through this one, which is the sort of decision. And you can't, yeah, that's the decision I'm having to make now because that, that deciding if I'm using the free hit or not in 18 affects what transfers I want to make. Because if, if I'm using the free hit in 18, I don't have to worry about getting players that play then because, yeah, you can just pick whatever players you want. Whereas if I'm wanting to save the free hit for the second half of the season, that completely changes that. So, um, so yeah, just a bit of context on why yeah, it's not it's not easy to um, recommend a, a a sort of solution that applies to everyone. My uh, the strongest argument for me uh, in terms of free hit being the chip that I do play now, either eighteen or eighteen or nineteen, is because I've only got one wild card left. That second wild card, I'd almost want to play that before the week before a next double game week. That that would fully maximize the bench boost so i think the free hits probably makes more sense for me now um if i am to play a chip than any of the others um something else that stands out for me just because of the people who are wild carding and bench boosting in 19 is to try and keep ground with them is to triple captain Salah. um obviously got his rest at the weekend so he's he's likely to play a few in a row now um and when the europe europe comes back uh an fa cup although I know Klopp hates cup competitions. He tries and gets out at the quickest opportunity. Um, Salah might begin to be rested, but I could just can't see him being rested against United and Burnley, both at home, both good fixtures on paper. I think that United defence isn't as strong as other defences, I wouldn't say. Um, yeah. It, so, it, yeah, it, there's, there's that added factor too. I think it's quite an exciting period because we've not had this before in FPL. Uh, not in my memory anyway, such like a big double quite early on, game week 18. Uh, 19. 19, sorry. Yeah. God, you... You're on it this week. <laughs> um, I think the fact that it's come earlier in the season as well means that usually you'd, you'd like to, you would like to play the bench boost in a big double, but it's not as appealing this time to use the bench boost and have 15 players that play twice which is obviously a massive, massive opportunity to gain ground um, because your team value is higher later in the season, isn't it? After you've accrued like, you know, all the price rises from having popular players. So you can't, you can't really afford to fill your bench with players that are going to play twice in a double at this point in the season. Does that make sense? So, yeah. And even if you can, you then you then have to go through the next few weeks of the season with loads of well not loads of but like reasonably priced players like on the bench which you might not want going forwards you, you kind of like when when it's like double game week thirty seven which it usually is towards the end of the season you can fill your bench with players that will play you've only got like a, a week left after that to worry about so having a slightly differently shaped squad where you've got money on the bench and less in your first 11 uh, is not as big of an issue. Whereas this time you you don't want to be moving your funds around from your premiums onto your bench and then having to try to take hits after the double to, to move it all back because then the, the points you gained will just be taken out. Like the points you gained from the doubles you just be um, taking them out again. So yeah, I think that's why is that. I think that's probably why people are looking at the triple captain chip rather than bench boost, aren't they? As well. Yeah. No, that was very nicely. But I got confused at the start. But you, did you? You were clear by the end. Right. Okay. Yeah. There was just there was a lot going on. But yeah, well, it, it, it is. I think so. Yeah. If, just to to clarify, just in case people don't get it. Um, like, so you, what's your team value at the moment? Because yours is high, isn't it? One hundred and five point two. 
Yeah, so mine's like 104. So yeah, I can't. I if I was going to maximize the uh, the bench boost in the double, I'd ideally need like you know an extra one and a half two million so that I could afford to fill to have like a, an extra playing goalkeeper yeah. and then the three spots on my bench. I wouldn't want Brewster because he's not going to probably play. He, like I wouldn't want players like that because they're not they're not ideal players to use the bench boost for. It's you pretty much, yeah. wa- you're pretty much wasting the chip. So, so are you with me in the sense that the bench boost you'll probably play you play your wild card the week before the big games? Yeah, the, the big yeah. doubles. Yeah, I think the, the only part where I might not be with you is um, free hitting eighteen. Yeah, uh, I might just like sort of cut my losses on eighteen and um, see. Would what you I play think. triple captain nineteen, Salah? Yeah, I think so. And uh, if if I do. Um, take that approach with the blank in 18 I just start thinking about getting players in that are gonna like getting make each other rest of my 11 R players that play twice in the double uh we should probably mention at this point that we've, we've talked about this from both our perspectives but there might be teams or people listening who uh still have their first wild card so it, for them yeah. it's completely different isn't it yeah I think they've got a massive advantage advantage well whether they can play it correctly it's almost it's, it's more of a mind fuck for them but i think they've got a more advantage for sure it's just there's a lot more options for them so yeah like if, if you've forgot your first wild card like you have to play it by it's next week isn't it game week 16 yeah so it might be, it might be before 17 one of them so what you what you'll want to do is use that wild card to set yourself up with the main options for game week 19 when the teams are playing twice fill, fill your players with those fill your team with those players on that wild card before it goes and yeah and then free hit 18 yeah and then yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well yeah if, if they want to or if they don't want to save it um yeah the, and the, the thing to remember is is that with this double coming earlier in the season as well, compared to normal, usually people tend to go like, you know, all in on a double and fill their team with them and whatever. But this time, like there is half the season left to go with those players then in your team. So it's important to look at like, not just which teams are playing twice in the double and what fixtures they have, but do those players have a good run afterwards? That's an extra thing to think about which we don't usually have mm. to do when we plan for a double. Um, so yeah, there's lots of lots of permutations and lots of things to think about. Um, so you, do, yeah. do you just want to quickly like, I know you just kind of did it, but just run through your plan and then maybe what you tra- your transfer plan. Would yeah. Be Talking to you, the more I think about it, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got six players at the moment in 18. So whether I can play two transfers before then, then then I've eight players. How many would you have out of interest for 18? Just a second. I did prepare that. Uh, I'll have two, three. I'm going to say five and a half because two of them are Kilman and Brewster who are sort of in and out of the team. So five and a half. All right, interesting. Because I could probably get eight in because I need to take Chilwell and James out, which we'll move on to in a bit. But I could probably bring a Spurs defender in uh, and then another City defender, possibly. So like Stones and Regular. Uh, that's another option I could do. But then I wouldn't have the same options around game week 19 with the double game weeks. Um but then City have Palace at home and they might get more than a double. Yeah, so it's, it's quite interesting. The more I think about it, the more I am set on the Salah triple captain, 19. Just because I think, like I said, I think he's going to get 19 both. Or if he doesn't touch 19 Burnley, I think he'd be close, like 60, 70. And I just don't think... They, at the end of the day, Salah's the best option in the game. And you're not necessarily going to get the same double two home games when they when it comes around and 
they get another double. Liverpool might not even get another double if they go out early the FA Cup and stuff. So yeah, the, the other thing that makes it appealing is um, it's two home games. Yeah. Like whether you you read into those stats or not, he does tend to do slightly better at home, and it's a good rest. It's a, there's a good period of rest between the games. Like it's on it's the 17th of January they play United, and then the 21st they play Burnley. So that's that's enough rest where you wouldn't be worried that he'd have to be have his minutes managed. You'd think. So yeah, and they they don't play from the fourth either, do they? So they don't play from the fourth till till the seventeenth because they don't have a game. Oh no, they got FA Cup. Sorry, yeah. which he might not play. Yeah, he might, he play, he might he not, play. not play. Well, if you look at the yeah, team, so. if you look at the team that Klopp was putting out in the FA Cup last year, it wasn't. <laughs> so he's yeah. A, yeah, so he's effectively getting a two week rest. He might come on for the last twenty or something, but yeah, I can't see him playing. So, so um, I think I think I think that's a great option personally so yeah just to talk about maybe my team for a second so the reason I was saying I've sort of caught myself a little bit is um, taking out Calvert-Lewin a couple of weeks ago doesn't look great now because he still kept on getting assists he's not like hauled like we didn't think we didn't think he would but he's still just consistently getting points and he's got a fixture in that game week 18 where there's blanks so he, he would have been a good one to have still and then I took out Grealish last week so that I could get Son. And Grealish is playing in that. Well, for one, Grealish scored more than Son the week just gone, which was by quite a bit. Uh, and yeah, Grealish is cheaper and would have meant that if I hadn't done that and just stuck with Kane as my Tottenham coverage, I would have been able to afford like a, a premium City defender or a premium Liverpool defender. Because... Um, I think a lot of people are either looking at getting Cancelo or Diaz or Stones or maybe Stones. We'll talk about Stones actually after this. But um, yeah, not having... At the moment, I now can't afford... Uh, I can't get in a Liverpool defender for the for their double, which we've just been saying why it's a, a good double to attack for Salah. And the same probably applies for getting Robertson or, or Alexander-Arnold. So I don't have an easy way to do that now that I've spent all my money on getting Son and Kane and I can't afford Cancelo or DS either which means I'm having to consider John Stones so um, talk to me about Stones a little bit um, do you John think Bone he, Stones he's, uh, he was rested last night wasn't he um, which yeah just... so first off yeah he's probably well behind Edison De Bruyne and Diaz he's probably the next nailed person I'd probably say maybe Walker as well but in terms of that defense, I think he's I think he's nailed now. He might get the odd rest here and there, but he's been playing brilliant. Uh, the game against Southampton, I think he got man of the match, uh, or he's very close to. He had another superb game, and like you say, there he's rested completely in the Carling Cup. So I think he's close as nailed as as you can get, really. Um, with the games coming in such quick succession, there is chance that he might miss one. Uh, but if he's getting four and five for a City defender at the moment, how they're playing at 4.9, if he's playing four and five, I think you're getting value for money. Yeah. Um, it's just the, it, the the only annoying thing is just that slight risk that like he just drops out of the team as quickly as he came in. Um, well, he's definitely playing this weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd be very, very surprised if he doesn't. Um, and then what, was, what else was I going to say? There's a couple of other things to mention. Um, just that I've seen people getting confused about with um, the free hit chip. Like if you are using it in 18, you can't say if you have two trans- free transfers going, going into that week and then you free hit, you only have one after it. So don't fall into that mistake. You'll end up costing yourself a transfer. And what was the other thing? If you are taking out players that f- before that blank, the game week 18 where there's blank game weeks where there's blank games and then you want to get those players back say for example maybe uh, what's an example of that uh, Liverpool players for example so, so, say you get rid of them for the blank but then you could, maybe your plan is to buy them back for the double don't forget that if those players have gone up in value you might not then be able to afford to get them back if that makes sense so 
you have to factor in like your selling price and what their current price is. So if you are making moves like that, be careful. Um, Cause yeah, it, I think that caught me out one season where I took out players before a, a blank and then I wanted to get them back in for when they were doubling and then I couldn't afford the team that I had originally because I forgot to factor in how much the players had gone up in price, etc. So something to think about. And then one last thing, if there wasn't enough to think about, um, there's a few players who coming into this period are on three or four yellow cards and if they say, for example, Kyle Walker-Peters, who I'm looking at in my team, he's got three. So if he picked up one this week, he might not end up having two games in the double game in the Southampton's double game week anyway, because he'd be suspended for one of them or something. So that's another thing to to monitor. Uh, I don't know if there's a, I can't think of any others off the top of my head, but I think it's there'll, there'll be a few. Grealish, Sam Free, I think. Grealish, right? Um, but but you you've sold Grealish just out of interest. Yeah, uh, so I I yeah I did that to get on. Do you think? that's the right move now with his fixtures coming up. Are you still happy with it? Uh, so yeah, the kind of thing that I was thinking at the time was I thought Big Sam might just come in and have a new manager bounce for West Brom, but yeah, he didn't. Uh, and then Grealish's fixtures going forwards are harder than City's. So it was either Grealish or De Bruyne are out. So I kind of thought I'd rather if I have to keep one of them in for the next few I'd rather hold. Well, it, it goes against what I was saying last week, where I was like, if I'm not captain in De Bruyne, it's hard to justify his price. I still do think that a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I think Grealish's fixtures just took over in my head, thinking that um, like his fixture in the blank against Spurs, I can just see that being a really tight, a tight game. Like, did I hear you say you might even get rid of him before the blank anyway? Yeah, if I am to free hit, then yes, I will be. But um, whether I U-turn now, because that's my name of my game, isn't it? Uh, I'm just looking, if I get Dyer and Stones in this week, then I probably wouldn't right. have to. So basically, uh, for those not knowing my team, James and Chilwell are injured. So it's whether, and I've got both of them, unfortunately. And it's whether whether I bring, if I bring two double game weekers in, then I'll play the free hit. But then if I bring two single game weekers in, I probably won't free hit, but then it obviously won't have the doubles in 19. Um, so um, if you didn't bring in uh, Dyer and Stones for the blank single, whatever we're calling it, in 18, who yeah, would I've be got the, the plan here. Who would, who would the... Who would the doublers be that you'd look to bring in for the week after? So, so my other plan was to just do one transfer this week, James to Kufal. Yeah. Uh, and then next week, it would be Branthwaite to either Robbo or Trent, and then Grealish down to a 4.5, um, which on paper, you're kind of losing Grealish there. But Curtis Jones would be probably be the one. I know you touched on him last week. Uh, just because Liverpool with a double, you'd fancy him to play in at least one of them games. Um, so he's probably the most attractive option at that price point. I'd probably say for that double. So that's the two. I'd either, I'd either do thingy this week, uh, James and Chilwell to Dyer and Stones, or I'd do James to Kufal and bring it. And then that that would leave me with the opportunity of. I know you mentioned beware of the price, like losing out. But I think I think I'd have enough to do Fernandez to KDB and then bring Fernandez in straight back. Right. Uh, so you mentioned um, Kufal there and I brought him in last week. Um, he is a good one to bring in for the defence, I think, because West Ham's, double, yeah. Yeah, West Ham's fixtures in the double are Burnley at home and West Brom at home. So you'd think get, there's at least one clean sheet on the table there. And um, his, his like crossing numbers and chance creation numbers are pretty good for a player of his price. So... Hopefully he picks up an assist or two in the next in the next few weeks as well. He's he's picked up a few already this season. So yeah, for, for his price, he looks like um, one of the best options in the game actually for for four point six. Um, and then 
you mentioned United briefly there. Um, I've seen some people talking about uh, after 18, when Spurs have played in that blank, where other teams are blanking, because Spurs don't have a double. Some people are on about um, maybe looking at Kane or Son after that to like Marshall or Rashford to double on United for the, for the for that double. So there's there's things you can do depending on like which players you like. You can attack this in various ways. There's there'll be it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting just to see what people do, won't it? There's going to be so many different. Yeah, there's going to be so many different ways to play it. Um, I think now, especially with United wins tonight and that added extra of the possibility of them playing in 18, it might it might sway my thinking to just not playing that free hit in 18 because if United have another game, then that's an extra Bruno in your, in your side. So, yeah, maybe the free hit isn't the most attractive option. Funny when we started the podcast, I was intent on doing it, whereas you always sway me to copy it. Well, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not. I might end up free hitting an 18 yet. I just still don't mm. really know. No, I definitely, I'm, I definitely seen the merit in if you can get City players in and Kane and Son, and then you've obviously got Calvert Lewin. Well, you, you've not have you? But uh, I've not got Calvert Lewin over English now. So you, 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 you've got both of them still, haven't you? Yeah, and never was to bring Dion Stones in this week. I would have one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight. I'd have eight players already, and that's that's with another two weeks to come before that. So yeah, I swear, I swear you'd got rid of Carver Lewin, or did you get him back or something? Or did you, did you just not? No, nah, I was I was going to, I was going to do him out for Kane, but I did Watkins out in the end. Right. Yes, I mean, but by, by the sounds of it, like free hit. You don't even need to use it. If you, like, I wouldn't. I'd, no, I'd, if, I, if I do them two defensive transfers to a to an eighteen, which would be Spurs and City, I probably won't. But then you're running the risk of John Bone Stones going down with a hamstring injury. John Bone Stones. Um, so, is is there anything else? Like, we've kind of rattled on about that for like half an hour. Is there anything else we need to mention at this point? For permutations or things to think about for planning for these doubles and blanks no i think we've i think we've done it i think the main one for me is don't do anything yet like uh is that the right advice i just well, think the united think... the united thing lingering in my head makes yeah, me think yeah. that i don't want to i don't want to put all my eggs in basket in in one yeah i think i think wait waiting for the announcement on what happens with united's missing games I'm just hoping it comes before, hoping it comes tomorrow, basically, Christmas Eve, um, so that we can make a plan for Boxing Day. Um, Something I might have done something in his press conference. He might have been asked on it. Right. Because I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure clubs will be, he would have given the heads up, surely. I think, I think United are keen to play it as soon as possible because I think he was asked about it in his press conference last week. And basically, if you win and you get those points on the board, it's better to have them early and get momentum and get, uh, a run going than you know having fixtures like having, it's all well and good having games in hand but it's better to have the points on the board and build momentum isn't it so I think that's why Ollie's will be pushing to get that game moved forward if possible um, should we just quickly touch on we wanted to touch on um, what people were doing with um, Chelsea defenders so you've said you're considering uh, yeah, I think I think for me, it yeah, it depends on what you are doing for them for that eighteen nineteen. I think you have got to plan ahead. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely see the value in either a Robbo or Trent. I still think Robbo's the strongest option, even though Trent's back and looking good. I think Robbo's too dangerous. But if you can't stretch to them, probably Dyer or Stones are probably yeah. two stand out just because of the clean sheet potential. Really, yeah. Um, I think if you are free hitting in that blank single 18 the best thing to do is to get like for Chilwell definitely is to get one of Robertson or Trent because then you don't, you can just do whatever you want with the free hit in 18 when Liverpool aren't playing and then you've got them in those Liverpool defenders in place for the for their double yeah so I do I do I do think Robbo and 
Rob in particular started to rack up the points now for sure. Um, what's the ownership difference like between them? Let me just quickly check. So I think Robertson's now point one more expensive than yeah. Yeah, he went up last night. So um, the, the thing with Robbo is that like he puts in, he seems to get forward more and put in more like crosses, but he doesn't shoot that much. Whereas Alexander Arnold does have the odd shot, and obviously he's on free kicks and that as well. Um, so Ro- Trent's owned by fourteen percent, and Robertson's owned by. 20%. Uh, so there's not that much in it. I was going to say, like, if there was a lot in it, I'd potentially go for the lower-owned one because it's quite close and then hope that Trent ends up outperforming Robertson and you've got a bit of a differential. Um, I think when it's a super close call like that between the two of them, it kind of does make sense to maybe go for the one where there's more upside in terms of the lower ownership. I think. Yeah, just to touch on City players, actually. Uh, if Pep Roulette wasn't enough, I remember seeing this about this and I've forgotten. Uh, so they play 26th and the 28th. So maybe Stones won't play both. That's, right. short, yeah, so that's, that's 48 hours, yeah. I think that's the shortest of everyone, which sounds a bit barbaric, 48 hours, doesn't it? No wonder Pep wasn't too happy. So maybe... Maybe he isn't the strongest option. Um, yeah, he'll definitely play at the weekend, though. Yeah, I think so. Should we talk about like what we're thinking of doing this week then? I know you've kind of it depends a bit, but for me, yeah. for me, I'm thinking uh, I used two transfers last week, and I want to wait to see what happens with this United game, and I want to just think about everything we've just talked about on this podcast, basically. Uh, there's so many things going on. I think I'm just going to save my transfer this week. Um, so, yeah, so that I can just see what else gets announced, see what injuries happen. And I think then if I have two free transfers going into the blank in 18, I can then use them a bit more effectively then. I wouldn't want to like bring in, I wouldn't want to use the transfer now this week and then that player get injured on Boxing Day and then you know, rip up my plan and start again. So I think that's where I'm at. I'm just going to sit on my hands for this week and then see what happens. Uh, so, yeah. And, uh, for you, you're going to wait to see what happens with this United game and then go from there. Yeah. Uh, if nothing gets announced for the weekend, then I'll either do James to Kufal, if I'm playing the free hit, or it will be Chilwell and James out for... Stones and Diaz probably and then I'd probably oh many weeks are we One. yeah I'd probably roll the transfer next week uh, I'd probably have one more transfer to play with basically because I'd look to do the flip flop between Bruno and KDB so I'd have one one transfer left before the 18 because uh, that I'd want nine, I'd want to have two transfers in 19 so I've probably got one other transfer if I do do that without mm. taking a hit. So, yeah, I mean, I guess because we've just spent the whole time talking about the doubles and the blanks, which kind of takes over. Like, we don't... There's probably no point in doing the... the feels like sacrilege, but we'll we'll leave the premium planning segment <laughs> for this week. Um, yeah. I, I, I'll just say, though, that I think that um, with, with that being the name of our podcast and the fact that we have that weekly segment on it, I think maybe like with the way I've been building the team, I've just got slightly obsessed with having as many premiums with the best fixtures <laughs> as possible. Trying to and live that, up to the billing. And 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 I've like and that's partly probably why I've got rid of Carvert Lewin and Grealish, which um isn't great. Because for a lot of people, they'll just be like season keepers, won't they? Like they're sort of performing well for their price. And even if Grealish does have these bad fixtures come in and uh Carvert Lewin's just getting like three or four or five points a week with assists in, in harder fixtures like at that price it's fine um which yeah something i'm gonna maybe learn from for next year um having a flexible team is important uh especially when you've got all these um dynamics with blanks and doubles and stuff so um yeah absolutely. anyway that's my sob story out of the way um <laughs> uh i guess you're gonna be uh 
copying me with my captain choice this week, Salah captain. Oh, come off it. West Brom at all. <laughs> I don't even, I don't have KDB anymore. The only other option. That was, that was the reason I sold him because he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't captain material for the next few weeks. Uh, well, 18 is probably his next captaincy, isn't it? Mm. It's two, two Spurs boys after that. Uh, Fulham and then Leeds. Can't look beyond Kane and Son, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, well, it's interesting, actually. Yeah, Fulham and... I, I think people who... Would you recommend, though, given what I've just said, like people losing Grealish to get Son if they've already got Kane? Or on the flip side, if they've got Son, would you recommend them, like, taking a minus four to get Kane for these two? Like, how important do you think it is? From what, from what I gather this season and what people, like, what I've read and stuff... Fulham and Leeds is almost better for Kane to be in as your captain, just because you'd expect Spurs to dominate them games more. Son's kind of the the counter-attacking player where you kind of, if Spurs are going through a tough run, you kind of, you take Kane out, but you leave Son in in the hope that he gets one on the counter-attack. But I think think these games against Fulham and Leeds where Spurs, hopefully, I know Leeds dominate possession, but you'd expect Spurs to kind of overpower him. Um, I think Kane's probably... The man to have in for me for these next two. Yeah. Well, after after this, I know they got Wolves next. Even Wolves is a more of a Kane game, I think, than Son, just because of how deep they play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I probably agree with that. Um, and then just to wrap up, I'd say um, if you, if it, given it is also confusing, if you do have a Twitter account, I'd probably recommend following. Um, you know that Ben Quillen guy we followed, we mentioned before, because he puts up what's going on with the fixtures, and um, you know some of the other big FPL accounts. There's a, a chap called Lego Mane who put he's put up like quite a good fixture matrix for seeing what fixtures are coming and the difficulty ratings and stuff, um, which, which can be useful. Um, so yeah, if you want to be uh, if you want to gain that slight edge over Christmas. Uh, I'd recommend doing that, especially if you confuse if you confuse with how best to manage it. And we'll try and um, I've been a bit sloppy the past couple of weeks with um, yeah being at weddings and stuff. But we'll um, tweet out our plans as well before before the deadlines of what we're doing. Um, I thought you've just been waiting for me so you can copy me. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's it this week. I think. Yeah, obviously we touched. Uh, I just have one question. I know we're not done a all special right. question this week because we've talked all about the doubles, but um, it's from Alex who is playing his wild card this week. Uh, I know there'll be a few that will be playing the wild card over the next few weeks, and uh, he kind of wants to capitalize on Southampton's great form, uh, and he wants to know the midfield who's the best to get out of Armstrong, JWP and Walcott. He kind of wants a Southampton in there just because they're a nice price point, really. So so he's using his first wild card, is he? Yeah. Yeah. And he does, that, he's, that'll be his only Saints player. Right. Well, straight off the bat, I'd sort of say, have Adams instead. But yeah, if it's a <laughs> midfielder... Um, I think now that Ings is injured, probably Walcott. Because um, did he, he say looked, how long Ings is out for? I've not seen any update. It looked like a hamstring injury, and given right. given that the games are going to come so, so close together over the next, over this festive period, he's going to at least miss two or three games, isn't he? Yeah, no, you're right. So, yeah, based off how Walcott played up front with Adams last time he was injured. I'd probably say him. Um, the safer pick would be Wood-Prowse because he ticks over with assists and he's got the free kicks in his locker. Uh, what's the pro- what's the price on those two? Who's cheaper? Just a sec. Uh, Wood-Prowse is 6.3. Walcott is 5.8. Yeah, I'd probably go for Walcott. Uh, save the no, money. Walcott's quite cheap, isn't he? 5.8. I've not even looked at him before. Yeah, and he he's got a good relationship, like playing up front with Che Adams from from how it looks. And their fixtures in the double are decent. So in game week, 
19. They've got less they're away, but less to do concede goals, even though they're decent. And then they've got Leeds who, yeah, concede goals regularly. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I've potentially been looking at ways that I, I can actually get Brewster to Adams maybe uh, for the, for the double, just because I do think Southampton are looking good and I do like those games they've got in the double, but it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, so yeah, he's probably he's thinking along the right lines, I'd say for sure, by getting a Southampton player for the double. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd I'd say if he can, like if it's a midfielder, yeah, Walcott. But if he if you can, I don't know what you think, but Adams, yeah, is probably no, head and shoulders I'm, above Walcott. If you can, I'm in full support. Of that I think Walcott would be a good shout, especially if Ings has got four weeks. Four weeks out, it's probably eight games over this period. One, so just in case it affects thinking, so I would have Che Adams as my Southampton player as the strike in a striker slot, and then with the Southampton midfield slot, I'd get Rafinha from Leeds. Yeah, I discussed this. Yeah, because Leeds have a pretty good double as well. And Rafinha just looked amazing at the moment. His, num- his underlying stats uh, are decent. He's been ticking over with um, with well, no, he's not been ticking over. But he, he he got points against. He was the best player against United. He got eight points against United, um, and he just seems to be. He just seems to have the most like improvement in form, and he just seems to be getting better and better every week. Uh, so he's five point four as well, which is cheaper than Walcott. So yeah, if the, if that means if having Rafinha means you can get Che Adams in up front for, instead of, instead, I'd maybe look at that. But yeah, it's hard to say without seeing seeing his team. But yeah, uh, is, is there anyone else um, that maybe would compete with Walcott for that slot? What in, in terms of any midfielder? Uh... The, the, one of the West Ham, like maybe Jared Bowen, because West West Ham we just yeah. we, we talked about how good West Ham's double is. But yeah, he might he might already have that. He might already have a West Ham player in his plan. I think he already has Suchek, but right. yeah. But yeah, um he's uh slightly jealous of um not still having a first wild card. Uh, so yeah. Me, same here of why although I think the heartaches around this period with so much going on now don't really envy someone with a wild card. I think I won't be able to sleep. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to sleep. You, you, you were saying you were saying you might not be able to sleep and manage Christmas Day just with um, your impending forfeit. So yeah, the wild card, <laughs> the wild card might tip you over the edge. <laughs> I was more yeah, I was more worried about throwing up. Never mind, but he's thinking about stuff. Well, right, I mean, anyway, it, let's leave it there. A, a fitting moment to end. Everyone can think about <laughs> youth youth spewing up Christmas Day. Merry um, Christmas! <laughs> All right, Merry Christmas, people. All right, is it a bit?